What's up, everyone? My name is Colin Dreher. And I'm Antonio Fabrera. It is June 26th, around 8.40 p.m., and uh, this is what we are calling Episode Zero. Welcome to Bike Club, a pop culture and technology podcast where we talk about all of the hot topics that people love today and the technology that are specifically intertwined with them. If you're like us and you love technology, you're probably tired of listening to all the boring podcasts in the technology category that look at technology so one-dimensionally. If you love pop culture, such as movies, TV, art, music, sports, video games, you're probably just like us, average Joes. Um, So if this is something that interests you, please feel free to subscribe to our podcast. We're going to have episodes on a regular basis, and we're going to be on all your uh, different podcast platforms, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and uh, many more. All right, uh, let's just get into it. So as I mentioned, this is uh, our quote-unquote episode zero. Uh, we're sort of using this as a recording session um, to give you guys an introduction on who we are and what we're all about. Yeah, and just like Colin said, our goal today is basically just to give you guys a gist of not only what we do um, and what this podcast is, but you know, basically to give you, give you an understanding as to who we are personally and how we got started and uh, how we got to where we are today. Yeah, at the end of the day, we're just a couple of 23-year-olds who are fresh out of college. Uh, we both graduated in April of 2019 uh, from the University of Pittsburgh, um, but we we've had an entrepreneurial spirit since we, we met each other freshman year. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I, I guess this is, you know, probably a good time to just kind of talk about, you know, how we met, yeah. how things got started. So, um, you know, I, I guess to kind of start this story, um, you know, Colin and I met our freshman year, uh, at Pitt as, as he had mentioned, and, um, we lived on the same floor. Um, we didn't room together, but we lived on the, on the same floor. Um, we became friends and we were both uh, computer science majors. Um, you know, we hit it off. We had the same classes together. We lived on the same floor. Um, I guess how it really started is, you know, what I, I made that you, you kind of like came to me and said, uh, hey, man, I, I made this dumb little iOS game. And Colin had mentioned that, you know, hey, it's pretty cool. We should, you know, build something together. Um, you know, we didn't do anything freshman year together in, in terms of building a, a product or a software. But, um, you know, it at least put the thought in my mind like, hey, this kid, you know, it's not only my friend, but he is also interested in, you know, building his own stuff and has an entrepreneurial spirit. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so freshman year, um, what would that, what would that have been? That was the that bouncy ball game you made in high school. Yeah, right? yeah, I made like my senior year of high school. Yeah, you know, um, bouncy ball mayhem <laughs> yeah. still on the app store. <laughs> that little uh, shameless plug there. Yeah, basically, uh, the two of us, yeah, met freshman year. Just a dumb coincidence. We didn't we didn't know each other. Um, we were stuck on the same floor, uh, in the in the residency hall. Um, at Pitt, uh, up in the towers. So, uh, it was just mutual interest. You know, we were both, uh, going for computer science degrees, um, both techie guys, but, uh, you know, we had some other common interests like sports and stuff like that. And I just thought it would be really cool to, you know, sort of, you know, do something like I was a huge math guy in high school, you know, like I got a perfect score on the SAT, uh, in math, right? And then just like shit the bed in reading. I was terrible. I did not get perfect score in the SAT. <laughs> um, you know, calculus, I was always ahead of the curve a little bit in math. And then junior year, I took a visual basic class. I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. Senior year, I took AP computer science. And ever since then, it was focusing just on program. 
so you know i i got to school and was sort of like you know what am i gonna do for a career i want to be a developer but like i kind of just like never wanted to work for anybody else even at that early age so like uh you know when you and i met and we were kind of just like joking we're like oh yeah let's do something together and then uh sort of turned into what we're doing now with uh yeah with our company it's pretty wild <laughs> yeah i mean i guess you know i don't know if we mentioned it in this episode or not but um colin and i uh co-founded and run a company called atsap llc um fun fact atsap is actually just pasta spelled backwards yeah um, <laughs> little abode to my italian heritage there um but yeah i mean you know it's kind of weird how we met so you know we, we met freshman year we kind of hit it off we both understood that we had this entrepreneurial spirit um but if we flash forward uh like a year later a year and a half later yeah it, was it the end of our sophomore year I yeah think. i think it was uh approaching 2019 right right at some point yeah or 2018 maybe 2018 yeah, yeah. I don't know, it's, it's been it feels so long ago yeah even though it, you know um but like we flash forward to this point where um you know, so I, I had made this app, Bouncy Ball May- Mayhem, in, in high school, my senior year. Put on the App Store, you know, it was just a dumb game. You know, didn't get many downloads, you know. Uh, you know, Colin thought it was cool. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah cause just the fact that you've made something yourself, you know, because I hadn't done that at that point. You know, and uh, I was always on my phone, uh, you know, on playing apps and stuff like that. So it was kind of cool that you just had made something. That was pretty cool because I had never done that which is what caught my eye. I was like, oh, this is pretty sick that you actually made a, uh, something in high school, you know? Because yeah. I didn't know how to do that. And you were all self-taught, right? Yeah, yeah. I just, um, I, I actually, the end of my junior year of high school, um, like similar to you, I, I took my junior year of high school, I took a, mm-hmm. uh, a Java class and uh, it was really interesting. It was really cool. Um, you know, it's really what got me interested in computer science. Unlike Colin, I was, I was not and am not a math wizard. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, good, I'm good at math, but not, like I didn't even take calculus in high school. I took Calc one for the first time uh, in college. Um, but after my junior year, I took this Java class in high school, and it was it really you know spiked my interest. And I was like, oh, this is cool. Um, but like it was only building desktop apps. So to me, like I was like, oh, what do I use every day? It, my my PlayStation or my my cell phone. So I was like, you know, okay, I'm not gonna make a, a PlayStation game. Let me use my you know my iPhone and make an, an iPhone game or something like that. And so I went to Barnes and Nobles and actually bought an Objective C uh, book, and I, I actually read that cover to cover. The funny thing about it is, when I finished that book and went to go write that that Bouncy Ball Mayhem game, Apple switched their language from Objective C to Swift. <laughs> so I basically read a book that was completely useless uh, to me. I mean, I mean, it, it it benefited me, and like I learned something, and you know, Objective C is still sort of relevant today, but. Um, I remember being so pissed off about that thing. Like, you got to be kidding me! The one time I actually read a book cover to cover, um, it 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 rendered itself useless to me. That sucks. <laughs> that does. It blows. But yeah, so you know, we flash forward to you know our sophomore year of college, or the end of the sophomore year of college, going into like maybe 2018, mm-hmm. and uh, I had made this this other game called Squeeze. Another shameless plug. <laughs> um, that uh, it's another dumb little mobile game for iPhone and Android. And um, Colin reached out to me again and says, hey, man, like, this is really cool. You know, we should definitely seriously um, make something together. And I remember him telling me, like, hey, if you ever have another app idea, like, before you start, give me a call. And um, mm-hmm. 
I was like, yeah, absolutely. And actually that summer, uh, you know, going into our junior year of uh, college, I was sitting in my backyard with my dad and there were uh, these fireworks going off. I remember him saying to me like, oh, like where are those going off from? And I was like, oh, I have absolutely no idea. And um, I remember thinking to myself, you know, there should be an app where, you know, there's, it should be telling you what's going on in your area. Um, you know, like how can we, how can we live you know, 10 feet from these fireworks are going off, but I have no idea that there's like a festival going on down the street from us. You know, there should be an app that tells us this. And so I came with this idea for uh, an app called PIMA, which is an acronym that stands for People, Places, Parties in My Area. And this is a bigger project. So I was like, I need other developers involved. So I immediately gave Colin a call. Um, and we developed this, uh, this app together. Um, and uh, this also is how our third business partner, Jim, who is actually my uncle, uh, gets involved into our, our little company here. Um, you know, he's kind of, he was kind of the business end of things that kind of told me I should start a company to be the back behind this application because it involves, you know, user, user downloads and users making accounts and stuff like that. So you should probably, you know, make a, a, a company behind that. So that's what we did. Um, long story short, the app actually did sort of well. Um, you know, we, we got a couple of thousand downloads the first uh, three months we, after we launched. Um, but there was this whole issue, if, if uh, people remember, with um, this Facebook had this, like, scandal with, a camp, with the, the 2016 campaign, or not the 2016 campaign. Or... Yeah, essentially, they shut down the API that we needed, you know. Um, so it was this Facebook events API where you could have you know, scraped all of this data that Facebook had gathered and it would have been exactly what we needed for Pima um, in order to populate data on the application so that, you know, it wasn't bare when users were going to use it. Um, and then there was a scandal in which users' data was essentially breached and right. they shut it down and, you know, that that was pretty much that, yeah. you know. I mean, that, that basically ended the Pima application for us just because we were so heavily relied on on Facebook to aggregate the data that we were using to display to our users that when that went away we had no way of gathering the data and we just lost user interest and um basically the app the app died um but it was a good learning experience you know I think that's you know I think I learned early on that one of the mistakes that we made was that we didn't have a backup plan you know I was just completely sold on the fact that you know Facebook's gigantic there's no way we can um, there's only we can, we can, you know, lose, you know, Facebook's never gonna, you know, go out of business and, you know, they didn't go out of business, but they, that they shut down that API and I was just, I was completely blindsided by that. Um, but that kind of brings us into, you know, the pivot point where we kind of, uh, you know, AdSap was always the company name, but we kind of pivoted from being, you know, AdSap being a software company that was developing this Pima application into a software consulting company. Um, that provides, you know, custom software for clients, um, small businesses alike, and startup companies. Um, so that's kind of how we got to where we were today. So we didn't originally start as a consulting company. Um, you know, we started as a, as a software company building proprietary software. Mm -hmm. And we still do that today. Yep. Um, but, you know, yeah. the, I would say the large, uh, the large portion of our business is definitely the consulting side of things. Yeah, I actually just looked this up. Um, so... Bounce back to the scandal we were talking about. Uh, 
the Facebook uh, Cambridge Analytica data scandal, yeah, which yeah, happened in early 2018 when millions of Facebook users had their personal data, uh, you know, essentially taken without uh, consent. Um, you know, so Facebook allowed this company uh, to use their API or to use their users' data and essentially, you know, a huge scandal broke out from that. Right, right. And that's the one, too, like, I was fascinated by that because wasn't that the thing that, like, wasn't there some theory going around that because of, like, they used the Graph API um, or, like, I think it's called Graph API, but the theory is that all you needed to have was to have, you had you needed to be friends with three people on Facebook and you can actually get data from every single user on Facebook or something like that. It was something weird. That's insane. I, no, I, I didn't know about that, but that's crazy. Um, but, I, you know, I didn't want to go too far off tangent of, what you were saying in terms of of our company you know i mean you know it was sad at the time that we had to pivot but now uh you know being like almost three years removed from it being you know june 2020 now um you know you started the company in june of 2017 uh i sort of came on board i think it was 2019 it was like when i officially came on board uh as far as the asset consulting company um you know i came on board um and became a board member, uh, you know, so now I'm the CTO and co-founder of the company, and, you know, you're the CEO and the co-founder, and then, like we said, our third business partner, Jim, who, you know, we'll have, we'll have on the <laughs> podcast at some point, I'm sure, you know, once he gets a, once he gets a listen to the podcast, he'll uh, be complaining as to why he wasn't on it. Um, Absolutely. So he'll, but he's our, uh, uh, the other co-founder and the CBA for the, for the company, so... Um, you know, I, I, we can get in, uh, we can get into our roles, uh, you know, maybe, maybe in a little bit. Um, but essentially, you know, I mean, that, that was really, uh, that was really the gist of how the company kind of pivoted and became, uh, a software, you know, consulting firm essentially. And, you right. know, we've been, we've been scaling that and building that over the last couple of years. Um, you know, we work full time, 40 hours a week at, you know, full-time positions. And then, you know, we work, you know, tirelessly after work, you know, to try and just continue, you know, scaling up our business and, you know, working with our clients who, you know, we value so much in the work that we do. And, you know, that's, I mean, I mean, that's sort of, that's sort of a little gist about, about the company, you know? Right. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I, I think we would both agree that our end goal is to strive to make at that bar, you know, our full-time jobs, you know, obviously we were just, we're just not there yet. Um, but, uh, you know, that is definitely our end goal. Um, and, and, uh, I think like, you know, the crazy thing about this whole thing is that, you know, we, we, we didn't, this wasn't our original plan. We kind of stumbled into this. Yes. Um, but like the, the, the failure of the, the Pima application, um, while that like, you know, personally, hurts you know just kind of sucks yeah it um, sucked it was, it was yeah. yeah i remember we were both you're so mad yeah like, was because it was like you build this thing from nothing and then you get a couple thousand downloads you know in the first few months and you're like all right well this is really cool we all these all these future ideas we're we're still doing development we're trying to you know broaden our reach by adding functionality to the application we're going to populate data to the application and then all of a sudden it just collapses right you know, it just fell out from underneath us, and we just had no other choice but to abandon it. Yeah, so, like, 
I guess the other part of that story is that we had got to a point where, you know, we had a couple thousand downloads, things were going well, and uh, we were looking to bring other people involved to help market, to help, you know, promote this, uh, this application. Um, and right when we kind of got all this going together, got some people and more, more people involved, and that's when that whole scandal kind of hit, and that's when it all kind of just fell apart. You know, we couldn't recover from that. Um, but like I said, I think it was a great lesson learned. Um, I think this is experience that we bring to our clients now going forward, where, you know, I'm very upfront with our, with, with our clients, and I, I tell them this story, not as a way to say, like, hey, you know, we don't know what the heck we're doing, but as a way to tell them that, like, you know, we've been in your shoes, you know, especially the startup companies where, you know, we've started our own business and we understand that, like, it is a crazy ride. And, uh, you know, we've had successes, but we've also had failures. And uh, I think it's important to learn from your mistakes and your failures. And I think that's, like, a really good experience that we have that we can bring to the table for our clients. Yeah, certainly. I mean, like, we're both 23. So, you know, I'm sure, you know, you know any people listening are, like, what do you guys know? You're only 23 years old. Right. Um, I mean, that's fair. I mean, we're still, you know, kind of novice and naive in the business still, but we're learning. Um, and we've gained so much valuable experience over the last couple of years. Uh, you know, especially myself, um, kind of settling in to, you know, the CTO role and, you know, managing all the development projects now is, uh, been a really cool experience. Um, you know, I work with our clients and our developers every single day, especially with this COVID stuff that is going on right now. It's like, right, you know, working from home all the time is, you know, it's been nice to allow me to be able to uh, keep up with that sort of stuff, um, you know, outside of the original responsibilities that obviously I have to still maintain with my full-time position. You know, we're both kind of in that tricky spot where, we both have these full-time jobs, which you can't, you know, you can't abandon or you can't, you know, ignore work for because obviously when you sign up to take a full-time job, you know, we disclosed that we had our own side hustle, you know, our own startup um, software consulting company on the side. And, you know, those companies were gracious enough to allow us to, right. You know what I mean? Like, And they were understanding, you know, as long as, I mean, they don't really care as long as you are doing your work. So, I mean, that's, it's really tough having a a balance between the two. Um, Definitely, definitely, yeah. yeah. You know, trying to keep that that balance between the work, work life and personal life is, is, is been difficult. I've actually taken up, well, both of us, I mean, you more than I, but golf, (laughs) I've been golfing a lot recently. Yeah, I mean... It's, uh, it's again, especially in the COVID times, it's been a nice way to get out of the house. Oh, yeah. Um, not getting so stir crazy, you know, going out on walks and playing golf and stuff like that. It's been, it's been really nice. Um, you know, the, the company is sort of where it's at now to the point where, um, you know, we, we decided to start a podcast, you know, why, you know, why the hell not? Yeah. Like, um, what do we have to lose, man? Um, yeah, but I guess that's that's a good kind of lead in as to, you know, why we started this podcast, um, you know. Um, you know, we started this podcast because I think that, like, we, you know, like Colin had mentioned, we're 23, we're young, um, but we have a lot of energy to bring to the table. Um, I think that's what kind of sets us aside um, from other uh, consulting firms that work with the smaller businesses is, you know, we're really energetic in solving problems for uh, for our clients. 
especially the small business clients. Um, oh yeah. And, uh, you know, I think that's really important to us. Um, and, you know, speaks really highly of how we interact with those small businesses. And, um, you know, we have a voice that I think is different than our other competitors. And that's why I think we started this podcast to kind of get that voice out there to explain who we are, what we know. And like Colin said, you know, you're probably thinking these two 23 year olds, they've been working for two years, you know, what the hell do they know? Um, you know, and, you know, I know this seems like some sort of, you know, uh, shameless plug for our business right now. Um, but, but truly what this podcast is, is it's like we said in the beginning, it's Bike Club is a pop culture podcast focused on talking about pop culture, modern events, and technology, now it intertwines. Um, you know, uh, I, I think when Colin and I first sat down and talked about this idea for this podcast, you know, we really, you know, kind of thought about how technology is everywhere. You know, um, you, you, know you, don't, you don't realize it. You know, uh, I remember, you know, if you go to a hockey game, uh, I'm sitting there watching a hockey game in, uh, in the arena, and you can see the camera following the puck around as the camera moves around. Like, you know, there's code behind that. There's technology behind that. You know, and people don't think about that, but there's literally technology in your everyday lives. Like, you know, you know your mobile phone, that's the easiest thing you think of. But, um, you know, you use that every single day, and it's become a part of people's lives. And, you know, I think it's really important that we talk about how that technology works, but how it affects pop culture and, you know, our society and how everything like that, all those things, you know, technology and pop culture kind of work together. Yeah. And I mean, um, we're, we're just a couple of guys who we love technology. We know the market and we know technology. Um, it, you know, it's, it's really a fun thing to talk about and we have a lot to talk about. Um, you know, I know you can talk a lot. Oh, I could BS for days. <laughs> yeah. Like we call ourselves like creative and cool nerds, you know, but you know, it's, you know, we, we both grew up in a, in a time, you know, where, you know, if you liked technology and playing video games and comic books and that type of stuff, you were like a nerdy kid. Um, but that's just not really the case anymore. Like you had mentioned technology is everywhere. It's in sports. It's in music. It's in movies, you know, cinema, art, you know, it, it's really everywhere. Um, you know, you, you can't avoid it. And it's, it's really, uh, it's really kind of improving all aspects of, of life in a lot of ways. Um, without you even knowing, uh, like you said, like, you know, you know, video game consoles, laptops, cell phones, that's all the easy stuff. But like, you know, you, like you said, you think about sports, like, uh, baseball, and football and basketball are all going towards analytics. You know, there's so much technology right. behind analytics. Um, uh, it's just like, it's everywhere. Like it's really everywhere. There's so much content that can be talked about. Um, and you know, we want to do it without looking at, you know, Oh, what does this uh, chunk of code mean? You know, what is this, you know, cause we might have an episode or so of talking about programming and, and code specifically, but there's a lot of people who don't want to listen to that. And then the alternate side of things is, you know, we could talk about just have an episode about sports or like fantasy football or something. Right. And just talk about that and maybe not talk a whole lot about like the specific technology involved with it. Um, you know, and there's a lot of people who want to listen to that. Um, and then there's a, you know, a group of people who want to listen to both, you know, who are kind of fall under the umbrella that we're under, um, in which, you know, we love technology and then we love you know, a lot of stuff that regular people like. And that's sort of the whole point of the Bike Club podcast is just, uh, you know, we want to talk about something that we feel is missing currently in the the podcasting world and 
we just want to get our our ideas out there and you know our voices out there yeah yeah for sure for sure um you know and just like you know one other thing too is that i think like the computer science you know computer programming as a whole gets this you know this negative connotation of it you know you gotta you gotta be a nerd you're you're ah. shut in you know you don't absolutely yeah you're you're like you know you don't you don't get any sun you don't go outside i mean that know. is true i hate the beach <laughs> um but um you know, there's some like really cool, interesting topics, you know, involved in computer science that correlate to everyday life, you know, and uh, I think like, you know, if people become aware of that thing, that, that, that those things and that uh, the different ways, you know, computer science is intertwined in your everyday, their everyday lives. Um, I think people will benefit from learning and understanding those things. Yeah, I mean, it's, there's, like I said, there's just so much to talk about and there's just so much that we feel that we have to, uh, you know give to our listeners and we we have a big list of future ideas that we're really excited to you know turn into episodes and and talk about and have you guys listen um and hopefully we're going to have some uh guests some guests on too some guest interviewers you know hopefully people who are relevant in whatever industry that we're discussing on a given episode you know we're going to have on some friends we're going to have on some colleagues and uh hopefully some people that are actually, you know, somewhat relevant in uh, pop culture, and hopefully we can just continue building that up. Yeah, for sure. I think it's going to be a really cool podcast we have here. Yeah, so uh, hopefully you guys liked what we had to say. Um, If this was sort of a boring episode for you, um, you know, we understand that. It was episode zero for a reason. Um, We're going to come at the the next episode with uh, a little bit more of a structure, um, a specific topic. Uh, we might have somebody on as a guest speaker. Um, we're going to be going right into the first episode of what the Bike Club podcast is all about. Um, so uh, if you think you're interested in this podcast, um, please be sure to uh, like and subscribe and share our podcast with your friends, uh, with your family, anybody you know who you think might be interested, who has a special love for technology or pop culture or both. Absolutely. Peace out. All right. See you guys.